Good morning, my brothers and sisters. It's the 258th episode of Be With Me. And we're in a tragic story about a man who has all kinds of good stuff and uh, ends up as a fool and ends up paying with his life and gets his whole soul part of his life wrong. So let's read. We we looked at this a little bit yesterday, the, the lead up to it. And Jesus is going to tell us a parable about uh, a man. The line before the parable, this is from Luke chapter 12, verse 15, sort of gives them the conclusion to the parable. Take care and be on your guard against all covetousness, for one's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. And he told him this parable, saying, The land of a rich man produced plentifully. And he thought to himself, What shall I do? For I have nowhere to store my crops. And he said, I will do this. I will tear down my barns, plural, and build larger ones. And there I will store all my grain and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, be merry. But God said to him, Fool, this night your soul is required of you. And the things you have repaired, whose will they be? So this is one who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich towards God. So certainly there's more to to this world than just money. It's something, but it's not uh, everything. It's not nothing. It's something. But uh, as is our story today, it's certainly not everything. So this man is a steward. It's The story starts, he's already got land and barns, plural, and probably full barns, because that's why you don't have room in your barns. So leftover crop from last year, perhaps. He has a land that is producing, and then he's got this ability, this agency, this business acumen, the sense. Um, so he's really master over his little uh, kingdom, master of his domain here. He's running a small pension fund for sure. But what he gets wrong is uh, said really well in Deuteronomy chapter 8. I thought of this verse with regard to that. It says, Beware lest you say in your heart, My power and the might of my hand have gotten me this wealth. You shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth. So I don't care if you're in whatever business you're in, the Lord has given you abilities in that area. Obviously, it's a two-handed thing. He gives you abilities, and then you exercise those abilities, and you get resources and money, and you're supposed to save it. So uh, there's a God activity behind this. the rest of the story as well. First of all, the thing that, that most touches me in the story is this, this uh, centered aspect of the soul that the Lord is. First of all, he's the soul giver, and he's the soul seer, and he's, uh, at the end of the story, he's the judger and the assessor. So there is a finish line that's ahead here. And I think the problem with this guy is not that he valued his soul too much. I think the problem in the story is he valued his soul too little. Now, the value of something is what you give in exchange for it, and in 
in the world, we give our time to get money. Then we get money so that we can get food and shelter and heat and uh, things that we like to do, you know, fun stuff that we like to do. So it, it it's an exchange thing. And what what is absent from the story is the idea that the Lord, the, the Lord eventually tells us how much our souls are value, how much they're valued, because the pr- most precious thing that's ever been in the universe uh, is the, the Lord's blood. And he sacrifices blood, his blood, to sort of get your soul. So that's where we need to understand how valuable our souls are. He sells it short here, saying, my soul is full up with the security that we have. Um, I have this wall of protection, this security against time and disease and rust and death. And he's wrong about that. He comes to the wrong conclusion. Why? Because he uses wrong data. He says, I've got ample stuff. I've got stuff laid up. I have many years. So he's presumptuous on this on his power over his life. He's not humble before the Lord. It's the Lord that determines how many days that we get. And then he has wrong actions at the end. Relax, eat, drink, marry. Not that those things are bad. The Lord certainly wants us to enjoy this world. But he doesn't get the, his soul standing before God. He doesn't get the gratefulness that the stewardship requires. He's presumptuous about the source, that it's my stuff, my barns, my crops, my everything. He's presumptuous of the time that he has left, years, which he's wrong about. And he's presumptuous about his soul, that, hey, soul, you're all set. So his he gets the very soul of the story, which is his soul, uh, wrong. This Be careful here that this, this parable, it doesn't say that riches are bad. Uh, It doesn't even say that laying up a treasure is bad. It says that laying up for the wrong reasons and to the wrong, from the wrong source and to the wrong God, that's the bad thing. I think of uh, a passage in uh, Psalm uh, chapter 10, verse 4, uh, and I think it describes this guy. In the pride of his face, the wicked does not seek him. In all his thoughts, there is no room for God. That's the NIV. In all his thoughts, there's no room for God. And I think this is a guy, where's where's God in this story? Uh, he refers to his soul, but no yielding to the Lord whatsoever. So it doesn't say that riches are bad. It says being a knucklehood with regards to riches is bad. He's laying up for himself, and he's eased God out of the equation. So in conclusion, the Lord knows our thoughts about wealth. That's clear. He gives you power to get wealth. That's what Deuteronomy chapter 8 says, whether you're a farmer or a web designer or real estate or in law, that there's a finish line of judgment ahead, and that it's he's calling us to be rich towards God. Just We haven't really talked about it too much, but be grateful before him. Be a steward of the gifts that he's given you to get uh, stuff, but then when you get stuff, have an open hand for it. Be humble, Have get your soul right, um, and make room for God. I thank you for listening. I, I think I want to explore this further with myself and with you, and let's talk tomorrow maybe about what it means to be rich toward God. I think today we've talked about let's get our soul right and our position before the Lord correct. I love you, my brothers and sisters. Thanks for listening.